0: Hi, everybody. This is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very 28th episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, I wanna talk about the two parts of the job that teachers have every day. The big question is how do teachers like us who are being pulled in so many directions with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed That is the question. And the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. So, there are two parts to being a teacher there's the part that everybody loves, and that's really the part that brought us in in the first place. It's getting to know the kids, it's connecting with them, it's opening their eyes, it's helping them stretch their imaginations, their boundaries just a little bit further taking a kid in the beginning of the year, working with them throughout the year, and then getting them out a different person at the end. Those are the amazing parts of the job that I put into the bucket of part one. These are the reasons we come into the field. This is what we love doing. This is, this is great. The second part is the part that we don't necessarily love, and that is the paperwork, the prep time, the administrative work, the politics that we have to endure, all these different components of the job that, are, that we're stuck with. If we had a choice, we wouldn't take on these parts of the jobs. We would maybe delegate it to someone else. But it's part of the job of teaching, and we need to, we need to deal with it. So if you're anything like me, you, know, you have a list of all the things that you need to do, which obviously includes things from both buckets, things you like to do, things you don't like to do. And I personally like to make lists on a piece of paper or on a note app on my phone. And this way I have an idea of all the things that I need to get done while I'm preparing, while I'm organizing myself. But even if you're just doing this in your head, you have the list of all the things that you need to do. And what inevitably happens is that you're drawn towards those good things, those fun things, those reasons that pulled you into the field in the first place, you're attracted to those things. And those are the items that catch your attention. Those are the items that you focus on. Those are the items that you become really, really good at because you spend so much time thinking about it. The reward that you get of the feeling of connecting with kids and helping them grow is so satisfying. So you do those things again and again and again, you get really, really good at it. And the other things that are more tedious, that are not as exciting, don't give you the thrill. They get left you know, by the wayside and they don't get done as much. Eventually you get to them, but most of the time you're doing them begrudgingly and it's certainly not with the enthusiasm It's certainly not with the vigor and excitement that you do the things in the first category But one of the things that I've noticed is that very often It's those tedious things that lay the foundation on which we can really excel at the good things And let me give you an example of something that I mean I've spent a lot of time talking to teachers about the importance of interacting with each and every child every day, giving them some positive feedback. And ironically, I recently had a teacher come to me with a question about a student who was really, really non-responsive. And to make things even worse, the mom was working against them, you know, not only not helping, but actually working against them. And this teacher was fed up and... You know, we sat down to try to brainstorm, figure out what we can do to improve the situation. And what I quickly realized was that this te- this teacher was trying to get the student to do work, even the most minimal work, and he wasn't responding. Fifth grade boy in a small school. And I don't want to get too much into the details. Maybe we'll discuss that another time if the follow-up with the teacher turns out positive and things improve Um, we'll, we'll talk more about that, but the point is that I asked this teacher, can you engage this child in something that requires nothing in return from the child? Just engage them, just give them something to do, give them positive feedback, a compliment, talk to them about anything that they might like, sports, music, games, fun, whatever it might be, just engage them and give them positive feedback and see how that works out. And this teacher happens to be a really amazing teacher. I know that from other discussions that we've had in the past and other conversations. But because this class was a difficult class overall, and this student happened to be one of the most difficult children in the class, you know, it's one of the tedious things to make sure that you get to each and every kid in the class, give them positive feedback, engage them in some kind of positive way. And it just gets left by the wayside until you have a problem, until the things that were your natural talents don't work anymore. You know, obviously we all have natural talents, things that we do with ease, it just comes naturally to us. And that takes us pretty far, but not always far enough. And it's at that point where if you pay attention to the nitty gritty, if you do the right preparation, if you come in with a neatly organized list of things to do, and a backup plan in case something doesn't work out. And if you're really organized, a backup plan to the backup plan, when you're that well organized, everything flows on an entirely different level. And so one of the things that I try for myself is to make sure that every kid gets some kind of eye contact, look in the eye, positive feedback, some kind of encouragement, Completely independent from any kind of learning. I want to engage them. I want to build a relationship with them I want each of them to know that I know who they are as a human being Outside of a context of a child outside of the context of a learner Although those are important things obviously, but first and foremost first and foremost a Human being and once you make that connection with them all of a sudden there's a relationship And now they start to respond differently And as you build that, you'll start to notice that they'll respond better and better and they'll work harder and harder. Now, obviously, this is great to to talk about. It's great in a one-on-one setting or in a small group setting. When it gets to a larger classroom, it becomes much, much more difficult. So it's that much more important to make sure that you have a system to be able to reach out to know that every single child has gotten what i like to call now a positive feedback tap. Every child deserves a positive feedback tap every day. And again, you'll have to make it work depending on your circumstances, depending on your situation, but the better you get to that, and obviously if you can't get to everybody every day, at least every other day, no child should come to school and spend two days in school without getting a positive feedback tap from their teacher. Try to work out some kind of a system. Try to have, you know, there are many different ways of doing it. You can take your class list and mark it off. You can go up and down the rows, every other child, groups, a lot of different ways. You all know the ways of doing it. But pay attention to those things. Pay attention to those tedious things, those things that are not necessarily what brought us in, not necessarily the exciting part of the job. But if you can identify those things, get really good at them, you're going to see it's going to be like, you know like the raising, like the rising of the tide. It, rise, it raises all of the ships. It just brings everything from the bottom up to a higher level. and it'll make the exciting part of the job that much more exciting. So try to do that. and if you like this podcast, which I hope you do, pass it along, share it with your friends, give it a good rating, subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.